Hey, my loves. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Tonight, we are going to be talking about the conjuring. The devil made me do it. Now, I did record this earlier, but that was kind of trash. There was a lot of different audio coming in and out, and I just had to, like, go ahead and redo it. So, I'm going to go ahead right now, right now, and redo this episode. So, yes, um, the devil made me do it. Uh, the conjuring is now currently streaming on HBO Max. I watched it this morning because, you know, y'all, just in case it was scary, I was not doing it at night. I wasn't doing it. I was like, nope, I'm watching it by my, I reviewed it and watched it by myself. So I was like, I'm not doing this at night. Ain't gonna happen. Just in case. Cause you know, the trailer for it was like, it's the scariest conjuring ever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I was like, well, the first one kind of had me shook a little bit. There were a few moments in the first one that I wasn't ready for. So I was like, nah, I'm not about that life. It just ain't gonna happen, sauce. Okay, not to, not this time. Not, not this time, okay? So I'm like, if I'm gonna watch this, crap i'm gonna watch it in the morning okay i'm watching the morning you know what i'm saying whatever um so yeah i i watched it in the morning and it, it, it was cute it's cute it's cute um <laughs> i know someone is like did he just say i did it's cute but um it's it's an interesting movie first of all i you guys <laughs> like i knew that the nun and that annabelle uh were like a part of the series like i remembered but i forgot so, you know, I'm like, how many Conjuring films are there? So there's three Conjuring movies, right? There's the first one, second one, and then this one, which is like the third one. Um, and then there are like three Annabelle movies, which I thought they were two souls. Turns out there's three. And I think I've seen all three. So there's that. Then there's The Nun. And then there is the La Jorona story. I think I said her name wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, which I have not seen that one. I wanted to watch it, but I, I just got sidetracked, sis. And to be honest with the other ones, like this series has like good movies okay movies and just eh. um the annabelle movies don't do it for me i don't know about you guys but the annabelle films don't i think creation was the only one that sort of kind of did it for me the one about like the little girl school because i was just messed up i was like anytime you're messing up kids it's a problem that was just messed up but then like i don't know the other ones like i they were they were whatever right they had their scary moments they had if moments but eh. um like I said, the nun was okay. I, from what I remember of it, it was all right. But uh, the Conjuring films, I tend to like those ones the most. Um, I like, like I said, the nun didn't do it for me. The Annabelle movies don't really do it for me. Um, the Conjuring films, like the first Conjuring was trippy. The first one, I was like, oh, sus, nah. And then there was the second one, which was all right. And then there was this one, which I think was better than the second one, in my personal opinion. So here we go. Let's talk about this movie. So yeah, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It is inspired by, it says, you know, uh, based on true events. It's definitely inspired by true events that actually did go down. There really was a murder trial for um, this guy. I th- think his name might have been Arnie in real life. But anyway, he was he was um, charged with killing this, this man. His I think his landlord or something like that. And uh, he pled... Um, uh, not guilty under uh, the guise of like demonic possession and stuff. I think it was like the first case. I think the first case in U.S. history to do it, or one of the first cases. And they had done it overseas beforehand, but it, they didn't end well those trials. So it was kind of it was kind of iffy. So anyway, let's start. So okay, so the beginning of the film, we meet Ed and Lorraine, and they are going to be involved in an exorcism because of course they are. 
So they're going to be involved in an exorcism. And it's this little boy. I think his name is David. He's like eight years old. And he's being possessed by something in the house, right? So, you know, they have him there. They're doing the, the exorcism. And the little boy's like freaking contorting, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, are we doing exorcist shit? Like from Jump, it was like the exorcist. Which, you guys, I hate that movie. I hate it. It's, it's I hate it. Like I can watch, I can watch practically any other horror movie in existence. I don't do that movie. I don't do it. Reagan, I want to punch that bitch in the face. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like that. Don't like it. I don't like it. So <laughs> me and her don't get along. I don't get along with her little bitch. I don't like her. I can do Samara from The Ring. I can do the, the Lady from The Grudge. I can do all them all day. Her, we about to fight. I don't like her. Fuck, nope, don't like her. So anyway, okay, I have a story, y'all. So I go to Halloween Horror Nights, right? Every now and then I go, right? The year they announced, because I knew, I knew she was coming. I knew this bitch was coming. And I was like, you know what? If she comes, I'm not going. I guarantee you that. I'm not going. I'm not going. And every year I get invited. A friend's always like, oh, we should go to Horror Nights. We shall go together and do it up big, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, let's go, whatever. That shit don't scare me. I'm cool with that, right? When I heard that bitch was going to be in town, I was like, guess who's not going? Guess who's not going to show up? Guess who's not going? Guess who's not going to show up? It ain't going to be me, right? So my friends are like, hey, you know, want to go to Horror? I was like, if you finish that sentence, I'm going to punch you in the throat through this phone. I'm not going. I'm not going to do it, right? So they went without me, which I was like, please do. Please go without me. And they filmed some of it, right? And I was like, wait a minute. Like, what? Like, they're screaming and shouting in this maze and stuff. There's like the demonic crowd. Oh, hell no. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. So no. So anyway, I'm watching this movie and I kind of like... I didn't see the little boy getting possessed coming because I did not like read up on it, right? I was like, I'm not gonna read up on that stuff. Um, I'm not gonna do none of that. I'm just gonna see what happens, right? So I wasn't expecting him to open with the little boy getting possessed. And as soon as the damn priest got out of that damn taxi and he looked at the house, I was like, you bitches, you bitches. You have me. I'm, I'm about to curse all over this thing, forgive me. But um, that movie triggers me. But I was like, you bitches already have me set up for some mess for some mess i have trauma like i felt the exorcist when i was really small i was a very small child right and that's what got me because i'm like i was a little kid she was a little kid so i was like oh hell no like what like mm-mm. and she was doing weird sh- oh no 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 see that's why that movie got to me like you know scream all them they don't really get to me because they're not about kids right but when you watch a little when you watch a horror movie about a kid and the kid's getting possessed and the kid's doing crazy shit. Uh, bye. Mm-mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, I don't think so. Like, I have no time for that bullshit. So, this movie, right off the bat, is, is just triggering me. So, anyway, the priest gets in there. Little boy's doing his thing on the table. He's tripping out. And, you know, the family's like, we got, you know, we got we to gotta save our son. And, he, you know, he got the weird eyes. And he got the marks. And she's like, oh, fuck that. So, anyway. Um, so, anyway. Ed and Lorraine try to help him out, and the little boy gets up from the table, and he starts messing with Ed, right? He's like, you know, I, I'm going to stop your heart, old man, blah, blah, blah. This has a part, it's part of the plot, so I'm going to tell you why. So anyway, um, he, like, you know, threatens to kill Ed, basically, and then uh, there's a guy that's living with him. His name is Arnie, and I think he's, I want to say he's, like, the older sister's boyfriend. I'm not sure how this, this little eight-year-old David and Arnie fit together. I know they're not related, but... I don't know if he's related to the girl. I don't know how um, David fits into to the story uh, of the uh, the couple, because there's a couple. And um, so anyway, 
you know, Arnie's getting mad at the, at the demon, and Ed's like, hey, don't don't talk to the demon. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, Arnie's like, you know, oh, blah, blah, you know, come in me, you bastard. Da, da. And so the spirit was like, shit, okay, and decided to play musical chairs with their bodies. And so he just jumped into Arnie, and Arnie's sitting back, and Arnie's tripping. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, do, do y'all not see this? Like, they're like, oh, little boy is saved. But Arnie's like, a oh, bitch, I'm not. Like, Arnie looks like he's coming down from, from, a, from, a, from a real bad trip. So I was like, y'all better stop him. And the only one who can see him doing that is Ed. But Ed's like, bitch, I just saw, had a heart attack. I'm tripping. So, you know, anyway, that scene ends. Ed goes to the hospital. Nobody knows Arnie is now possessed. Ernie, Arnie, whatever the fuck his name is. Nobody knows he is possessed, right? So they're just like, okay, everything's back to normal, blah, blah. And they move on with their lives. So... Arnie, Ernie, whatever his name, I don't know, him, he's like working in a tree, right, you know, for, for whatever reason, now, fool, you know you've been possessed, right, you know there's something in you that, that isn't you in your body, so why the hell are you up in the tree, this fool was up in the tree, and he was like trying to cut some limbs off the tree with an axe, and, or a chainsaw, with chain, it was a chainsaw, and he sees like a ghost in the window and some shit, and all of a sudden he starts freaking out, and I was like, see, right there, like, mm-mm, that's, that's some bullshit, because I know for a fact I wouldn't be up no damn tree doing that shit, even if I didn't have nothing in me, but that's just me. So, you know, the fucking chainsaw starts acting up on him. He falls, whatever, some junk. And um, he goes inside the house. So he's living with his girlfriend, and he wants to move out. He's like, you know, now that the little boy's not possessed, me and you can go on our own. She's like, no, we're about to stay here because I just got this job. I'm not trying to waste my money, whatever. So the guy they live with, I don't know if it's her dad, if it's her stepdad. I don't know who he is. But they're living with this guy and he's like, you know, obnoxious. He likes to get drunk. He just wants to have a good time in life, basically. But he's annoying. He's annoying, but he just wants to have a good time. So, you know, he's like, you know, constantly blaring his music, being a problem. They run like sort of a pet business, I guess, or whatever. And so in one scene, you know, he's getting drunk. He's asking Arnie, Ernie, whatever the hell his name is, to Sesame Street. He's asking him to get drunk with him. And he's like, you know, he's, you know, Ernie's going through, Ernie's going through it. Ernie's like, bitch, I'm possessed. Like, leave me alone. And this guy's like, nah, we're about to, we're about to turn up. So he's turning up. Arnie's turning up. Uh, you know, the guy snatches Arnie's girlfriend, starts dancing with her. It's just playful, right? And Arnie starts tripping. Because now the spirit's like, bitch, I want to play. So he starts tripping. And he thinks the guy's like after him and his girlfriend. So the guy's face gets all contorted and evil and, and crap. And so Arnie's like, okay, nah. So he takes the girl. They run down this damn hallway. All of a sudden, girl goes missing because movie says that she does. And so Arnie falls. And all of a sudden, you see the dude, you know, coming at him. Because in reality, the dude is like, why is Arnie tripping? What's going on? Even the girlfriend's like, Arnie, you tripping? What's going on? So he is like trying to get to Arnie, trying to help him, not trying to hurt him. But Arnie sees it differently because he's possessed, right? So he stabs the dude 27 times or 22 times and kills him. And the next scene we go to is um, Arnie walking down the road, right? With his, with his, with his cop coming by. And Arnie's still possessed. And he's got blood all over him. How he made it out of the house. And why homegirl wasn't with him, like trying to stop him, I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe she was freaking out because the dude was dead. I don't. I don't know what was going on. But anyway, so the, the cop stops him. All of a sudden, the ghost leaves. See, because the, the fucking the demon is evil. Okay, in more levels than one. You use this man's body to to to, to fuck shit up, right? And then when the cops come, your ass is gone. You are not a good friend. You are not a good. You're not. You're, no, you done dodged your host. Fuck that shit. Mm-mm. So the demon leaves. Demon's like, dude says he doesn't leave. Demon is it's still there, but the demon is like, I'm not about to, you have to deal with the repercussion of what you did. You about to, you going down what I did through you. So whatever. So anyway, you know, Arnie, he gets in trouble, obviously. And we find out that he's, you know, he, they're going to seek the death penalty for him. And, uh, 
Ed and Lorraine are like, no, he needs to plead, you know, demonic possession because, you know, we all know that God is real, but people need to start taking the, the devil more seriously and all this junk. So Arnie's like, you know, uh, legal counsel's like, no, this is not a good idea. This is crazy. And they're telling her like, look, just come over our crib. We'll show you how crazy it's not. So the next scene we jump to is the the, the case manager, or I'm sorry, the lawyer being like, yeah, okay. Like, I just, like you can tell that they, whatever happened at the house spooked her, um, at, at Lorraine's house when she went to visit spooked her because now she's like, okay, no, we're going to plead demonic possession. So now it's up to Ed and Lorraine to figure out how they're going to get this boy off or prove that there, you know, there's something demonic is going on. So they go back to the house and they see that there's like this, like where the, boy, the little boy slept. So the little eight-year-old boy, David, he was in this particular room. Um, and so they find underneath this carpet, there's this, like this like nasty rotting uh, uh, piece of wood. And the, the, the girl, the, the daughter, whoever she is, was like, um, David was sleeping in here. Uh, but when the water bed, bed broke, because there's a water bed scene, like where the water bed broke, um, and that it's just the, the rotting away of the wood. And they're like, no, that don't, that don't sound right. So we're going to see what it is. So they went underneath the house. Sure enough, there's like this evil, like demonic, like uh, totem there underneath the bed where the bed was. And so we go back to the beginning and we see the little boy in the like, you know, he's the, they're all just moving in together and he gets on the bed and we see that like it's, it's a water bed. Um, and there's, there's a spirit inside the bed. And so the spirit is doing the most tries to get the little boy, you know, inside the waterbed. And that's when he first sees the spear. That, that's when it first happened. So anyway, we cut back to Ed and Lorraine. And for whatever... <sighs> Y'all, like, you know, there's like a stereotype of people in, in films. I'm going to say it, white people, um, in horror movies. It's a stereotype. I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking about the stereotype. Don't, don't come for me. Like, he racist. Don't come for me. I'm not saying that. There's a stereotype, okay, with white folks in, in horror movies. They be doing some dumb shit. Right? It's true. Black folks do it sometimes in horror movies too. That's why that shit's not realistic. Because I'm telling you, I love horror movies. But I'm telling you, when shit don't sound right, I'm the first bitch to leave. I'm the first bitch to go. I don't care who's, I don't care who's up behind. Mama, daddy, sister, brother, I don't care. Throw down the keys, bitch. I'm leaving. That's all I care about. And, and that's on period, right? So this woman, Lorraine, goes into the damn cellar, whatever it is. But you know, you have to crawl. Which I was like, first of all, no. Bitch, no, my house has one of those. I'm not going, I'm not going underneath my house. It's my own damn house. I'm not going underneath. I'm not doing it. So the fuck, I will go under somebody else's house with where there's a demon. I'm not doing that shit. You must be crazy. Like you're asking for trouble, right? So she goes underneath it. She goes underneath this thing and there's rats. Yes, there's rats. There's a ton of rats. Bitch, what? I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. And the girl who lives there, right? She's standing outside. I was like, what the fuck? Bitch, back me up. You are coming down too. If I have to go, so are you. The f- this is your family. This is your man going to jail for murder, bitch. You better get down here with me. I'm sorry that I'm cursing all this. I'm really, I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. So I'm like, okay, she's going down there. Her husband, like, he said he wanted to go, but he just had a heart attack. Sit down. So she's like, I got to do this, whatever. She finds the head, like I said, and she takes it out. Or I don't know if she takes it out. I don't know what they do with it. They might take it out or they leave it there. I don't fucking know. So anyway, we find out, like I said, there was like a, a totem underneath the boy's room and that's where the demon was coming from right so they start trying to piece more stuff together and figure out the clues of who could be doing this because obviously if there's a totem there that must be there's some kind of witchcraft or whatever going on so now there's a whole new layer to this movie that there's some witchcraft stuff happening which is kind of a callback to the first movie with the witch and the hanging in the hanging of the tree and all that stuff so then 
they have to get uh, in order to get this boy off they have to reach out to this this uh cop right and the cop is like i'm not gonna help you until you help me i have other cases i'm trying to solve there's a case of this missing girl we don't know what happened to her what we do know is her friend was stabbed 22 times the same number of stab wounds the other guy had the 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 landlord whatever had with the with arnie's case so they're like you know he's like i'll help you if i if you can prove to me that you are who you say you are and you have powers or whatever you're, you're you're sensitive to the other side then i will help you right so or i'll let you help me and then i'll help you and so she does she proves it by picking up the knife the blade that was used to kill the friend um and so they go on this journey through the woods to find this girl so he's like you know um as they're driving she's telling the guy the the cop where they found this girl even though she hasn't been told anything about the case so she's able to to locate where they where the the road was where they found her where the body was stabbed all that so he's kind of like okay there must be something to her because she doesn't know any about anything about this case so then she kind of reenacts the case in her mind of what happened and she starts getting really into it um as the girl because there's two girls one is missing one is dead so we find out that the missing girl was also under demonic possession and that's how she killed her friend so the girl ends up running, and of course, when I say the girl, I do mean Lorraine because she's reenacting this, ends up running towards the cliff, which is part of the trailer. The, the trailer for the film that we see is her running towards the cliff and Ed stop, stopping her and then someone pulling her down. So Lorraine runs to the you know end of the cliff. Again, he calls her name and she gets pulled down by something like she, she gets dragged almost off the edge of the cliff um, and the husband pulls her up. She ends up telling us that like the girl, the, the one that's missing ended up jumping off the cliff. So she's dead as well. So they find her body, which they couldn't find for months, but they're trying to figure out how she relates to this case. Like how, how do these cases relate? And we find out that she and it, uh, too was being possessed by some devil, uh, but it was also the target of a witch. So there's something to that. Again, it's building to that. I'm not gonna spoil the whole movie for you guys. Cause I want you guys to watch it yourselves and tell me what, well, not tell me, you can't tell me, but like, I want you guys to, to see what you think about it. I personally liked the film because I feel like it did add a few elements to the Conjuring movies that we didn't have before, um, which could possibly even go further beyond Ed and Lorraine. Obviously, they were real people. They both passed away at some point. I believe they're both dead by now, but they both passed away at some point. So we can't like this. If this franchise is going to continue, um, it'll probably at some point end up continuing without them or at least one of the characters, whatever. But now they have something they can like do spinoffs of, which is kind of what this series is known for with the nun annabelle and now the la harona story I, i'm messing up her name but with all these different like sub stories they're obviously going to probably you know have more spinoffs that won't include uh, lorraine and ed anymore i like not saying in the future they won't do these but i'm saying there'll be other films that are kind of like spinoffs so yeah um and they can still use that plot of like witchcraft of witches because basically the plot is <coughs> a witch is using demons to attack people which i again i don't think has been done in this series before um so that's kind of interesting how that that plays out there's a lot of really cool moments and scenes in this film um i wouldn't say it was like really scary like i said to me i think the scariest part was like the beginning with a little boy being possessed something about children getting possessed to me is scarier than adults i don't know what that's about but i think it's true like it, it just you know you don't see kids in that light and so when they're fucking you know possessed it's just like uh why you got a grown man's voice when you eight years old? Like, why do you sound like a 72-year-old smoker and you're eight? Like, oh, I'm not doing that shit. No, I don't think so. But, like, for adults, it's not as, it's not as creepy. The, the ending is kind of intense. There is, like, an intense scene that goes on. 
Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much all I'm going to say about the movie. But it is on HBO Max now. It is streaming there. If you already have the service, it is not an additional fee. Do you hear that, Disney Plus? It is not an additional fee. I, I like that. Let, let's, let's, let's do that. Let's make that happen. Dude, I, I'm not paying $30 every time I want to watch a new Disney movie. It's not going to happen. Speaking of, though, Raya and the Last Dragon is now available to stream on Disney Plus for free as a part of your membership. So you don't have to worry about paying the extra $25 to $30 to seeing that film. Cruella is a different story. I think in about four months, that film will also be free on Disney Plus. And um, you can see both Cruella and uh, The Conjuring 3 in theaters now as well so if you don't want to see those movies on the streaming services you can see them in theaters personally to me i'd say if you have hbo max you don't really need to go to the theater and see this however comma if you guys want to support the film it's probably better to go see it in theaters um if, if you're really interested i was not interested in seeing the conjuring 3 to be honest with you it wasn't really on my radar i've seen the other films so that's why i wanted to watch it but again i would rather watch it at home where i'm already paying hbo max i'm not really gonna go see that in the theater um that's just not for me um but yeah and i think the price of hbo max per month is like going to see one movie in the theater it's about $14.99 I think is the price I don't remember how much I'm paying to be honest with you but it's around that price and you can watch that on HBO Max until July the 4th of next month look at me I'm advertising for these people I should be getting paid but you can actually go and watch that until Independence Day of next month and then it will be off the streaming service probably for about a good two to three months I'm not sure where these movies go but HBO Max has like a, re a revolving door policy on its movies Wonder Woman was there for about a month to stream and then uh, the second film and then it went away. It is now back on HBO Max. So again, it, it'll go away for a little while, but it'll come right back eventually too. So as long as they keep the rights to the Conjuring series, it should come back. I have heard some rumors though, <coughs> speaking of Wonder Woman, I have heard some rumors that DC may, 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 not will, not indefinitely, not for sure, but may be getting bought by the mouse. I don't know how that, how true that is. I... I'm not even really willing to accept that right now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, especially if we can restore the the Snyderverse hashtag restore the Snyderverse. I feel like, I, I look, say what you want about Zack Snyder. I don't care. I feel like his vision for for the Justice League movies and for that 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 universe needs to be sought out, needs to be seen through. If it's a bust, it's a bust. But at least we tried, right? Like it's better than what they're trying to do now with retconning things so early. Like. You guys have a chance to still do something really awesome. Let Zack Snyder just finish his freaking vision. Okay, it's better than whatever you're, you're coming up with. That's all I have to say. Anyway, so yeah, there's a chance that the mouse might be buying DC. I say, let's let's not do that right now. You guys have enough with Marvel. There's enough things that you guys need to be putting out with Marvel. So let's focus on Marvel right now and leave DC alone uh, until, you know, HBO or whoever, Warner Brothers, like screws them over completely. But um, anyway, so that's going to be the end of this one. I will see you guys next time. Again, The Conjuring 3 is on, Dis is on HBO Max right now, available for free to stream if you already have the app, which is, I think, about $14, $15.99 a month. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Peace.